Coming up on Encouragement Live, do you know what makes you tick? We'll we'll explore that question with Dr. Chuck Vance and answer your questions. That's all ahead on Encouragement Live. Welcome to Encouragement Live, providing biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of practical life issues. Now here's your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve. And friend, we're so glad you've chosen to join us as live from the campus of First Baptist Church of Fate, Texas, Encouragement Communications presents Encouragement Live. Our mission is to provide biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of issues. I'm delighted to welcome back to the microphone tonight Dr. Chuck Vance. Uh, Chuck has a very diverse background, fascinating background. He's a member of the board of the Master Life Coach Training Institute. He's been a therapist for 20 years, a financial consultant for 10 years, teaches a, an adult Sunday school class at a little church called Stonebriar Community Church up in Frisco, Texas, where Chuck Swindoll, a different Chuck. is He's the other Chuck. The other Chuck is a senior pastor. And Chuck, it's great to have you back on the program. And he's married to a woman named Kathy who spells her wife, her last name, her first name, the same way I, my Absolutely. wife does, Kathy, Absolutely. with a K. Very good. Good to have you back, brother. It's good to be back. I always enjoy it. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Uh, you and I have done a lot of Life Perspectives programs together back in the day. Right. So now we're going to talk about what makes you tick. And by the way, a little background on this. Uh, this is actually material that you've developed uh, for the Master Life Coach Training Institute. Yes, we're developing an expansion into providing training through Bible colleges as well as an advanced life coach training track. So we'll be exploring this tonight. It should be a question that, ask, that a lot of us are asking. Uh, I guess one of the questions, Chuck, is uh, to what degree has the coronavirus affected what makes us tick uh, over this past year? That's a very good question. Uh, we're getting ready to do a show together in the future on fear, yes, which is a part of what we'll talk about then. But basically, anything that causes you stress in a different way tends to trigger reactions within the human being of a more intense way until you get a handle on it. And it seems like uh, there's a perception of what makes us tick. Has that been changed because of COVID? Really, the basic human structure hadn't changed. That's one thing in the courses we're developing we show. Uh, God created us so that we're impacted in these five basic areas that I've identified. But stress points will vary. And in the COVID Hmm. time, we've had different, more intense stress points. Boy, have we ever. But you know, it's amazing, God's Word, and the psalmist David wrote in Psalm 139, For you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I'm awake, I'm still with you. 
not only is this a great passage for the sanctity of life yes. and against the uh, modern th- phenomena of abortion, it also tells us why we tick the way we do. God made us this way. Absolutely. And he made us both simple in one way and then complicated in another way. That's the reason for that phrase, fearfully and wonderfully made. Great word from us for the word of, from the Word of God. Dr. Chuck Vance with me tonight. Our toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. If you have a question tonight, and again, we'll take your question about oh, what makes you tuck, tick or how you're dealing with that. Again, that's 855-586-5433. If you'd like to get more information on the Master Life Coach Training Institute, it's at masterlifecoach.org. Are you hungry to help hurting people but not sure how you can? The Master Life Coach Training Institute can help. We're providing basic online training in a community of faith-based coaches that can provide you with the skills to help others move beyond their challenges and struggles in this most difficult time. Check out our 14-week training program at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. The focus is Jesus. The message is the gospel. The task is the Great Commission. Global Advance founder Dr. David Shipley on the focus of his worldwide ministry. Prayer is more important than ever before. These men live in danger, and our teams that go to minister to them are increasingly in danger. To learn more about empowering frontline leaders worldwide, visit globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. So what makes you tick? That's what we're talking about tonight on Encouragement Live. We are live in the studio. I'm Don Hawkins. Dr. Chuck Vance is with me tonight. As I mentioned earlier, he is a therapist, a financial consultant, Sunday school teacher, a man about town with a a variety of different uh, occupations. He is a grandfather. How many grandchildren, Chuck? Three beautiful grandchildren. And two adult children to go along with them. Absolutely. And you and Kathy, uh, thankful that you're both in good health and doing well these days. Why is it important for people to know what makes them tick? Awareness of how you are and who you are allows you to make more positive and beneficial decisions about life. In other words, we get rid of confusion about who I am and what I am when we understand how God made us and how God made us to function. Now, you mentioned in your material on what makes you tick that there are really five dimensions that you identify. So where do we start with those five? Well, one of the places we start is what I just call the body. Hmm. Uh, the human body created by God is a series of biochemical processes. We all have one, too, by we the way. We all have one. And, and that body are drives that motivate us. Our physical health affects us. You know, my uh, my dad one time said, if you want to feel depressed and really feel bad about life, go eat a bunch of real green apples and see how yeah. it makes you feel. Yeah, or get the flu. Uh, get the flu, you know. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. right. So, And that's part of what COVID's done. It's given oh, a whole yes. lot of fear 
about, am I okay? Am I going to be okay? How can I be okay? Because there's so many unknowns about this, and yeah. it seems to grow and develop differently every time we turn on the TV. Yeah, and uh, physical health is an important thing. Well, and, it's a part of us, yes. Yeah. And, and there are things that we can do, steps that we can take. Yes. Uh, Paul told Timothy in uh, 1 Timothy, bodily exercise profits for a little time. Yes, and, and exactly the fact that most people don't understand how many mental behavioral issues are really an outgrowth of a physical problem. So if you're going to correct those issues, you got to first of all, see what's going on physically. That's why I generally require all of my clients, if they haven't had a physical in the last year, to go see their doctor and have a physical to see there's nothing that's causing these behavioral science issues they are experiencing. Get it checked out. Our toll-free number, 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. Okay, we have a couple of drives that go along with our physical well-being. Let's talk about those. Well, I basically identify in my system of thinking as the drive of, there's first of all the sexual drive. Mm -hmm. God has made us sexual beings. My opinion is this is one of the strongest drives that creates motivations and behaviors. And I would agree with that. I would also agree that God made us sexually in a certain way. Absolutely. Male and female. Absolutely. And we are living in a time of confusion over this issue, and people are trying to foist that confusion on young children, which I think is one of the most tragic things happening. It's, It's actually an abusive thing, in my opinion. And of course, this is a great opportunity for God's people to reach out in compassion and love and say there's a yeah. way to think through these things. Right, and and we love the sinner while we hate sinful behaviors Absolutely. and those that foist them. We'll keep that in mind and come back and talk about the other drive, and that may be the drive of hunger. Yes. And some of you may be hungry, but give us a call, if you will, at 855-586-LIFE. We'll be right back. Businesses have faced many marketing challenges this past year. Iris Selmans of Dynamic Whisper Marketing offers helpful insights. Brand your company, your team as consultant. No matter what your service or your product is, you need to use consistency and repetition. And you need to understand that social media plants your company in people's minds. SEO enables people to find your business. You can learn more at dynamicwhispermarketing.com. With Original Medicare, you don't have a network. You can go to every hospital and doctor nationwide that is accepting Original Medicare. Medicare can be so confusing. And Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Medicare Part C is Medicare Advantage plans. That's your HMOs, your PPOs. Medicare Part D is your prescription drug plan. No one wants a penalty. Nobody wants to have to pay more than they have to pay. you got to know how these work, and that's what we explain. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. And when they get on Medicare, they're just bombarded with all sorts of mail, and they don't know what is the right thing to do, how do I enroll, what is the donut hole, and they get fearful. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. When you need to consider independent or assisted living or memory care for a parent or spouse, Restoration Senior Living provides a distinctively Christian setting with the most stringent quality care. 
Restoration's innovative program addresses the medical, emotional, and spiritual dimensions, leading to an enhanced quality of life. You can learn more at RestorationSL.com. That's RestorationSL.com. back on Encouragement Live, Don Hawkins, along with uh, Dr. Chuck Vance. Also a great team gathered tonight, and we appreciate them. Uh, Brad and Rodney and Bill and Elizabeth and Mario and Danny. Also, Jack Wyman is with us in the studio tonight. Jack is also on the board of the Master Life Coach Training Institute, and Keith and Brent manning the uh, technical locations for both American Family Radio and the Worship Channel, not necessarily in that order. And uh, Chuck, good to have you in the studio tonight. Sometimes we've done this show on the phone. Now, we've talked about the sex drive and the fact that God created us male and female. And I remember when Adam first saw Eve, the Hebrew indicates he said, wow. Absolutely. And uh, God gave him that. Now, what other basic drive do we have? Well, we have the hunger drive and then the survival drive. Now, one of the ways to understand these drives so that it's not psychobabble in your mind is to think of them as appetites. Mm -hmm. The sexual drive, there are sexual needs to be satisfied, to control, to be controlled. The the, uh, hunger drive, there is a need to have a satiation or an appetite fulfilled for the hunger, the nutrition, also to control it. Right. And then the same thing with the survival drive. We are driven to avoid things that make us want to not live. We want to keep living. And Chuck, you mentioned uh, that we're going to talk about fear as an outgrowth of the coronavirus next time you and I are uh, together on the show. But the survival drive, it seems to me, sometimes is fear kicked into high gear, into an intensity. It's a protection drive that God gave us, and we are to satisfy it by making sure we don't get hurt. We often get into the fight or flight mechanism at that time, and sometimes that has to be controlled. Back to the sexual drive for just a moment, God's parameters on that are that it's to be met within a monogamous man and woman marriage with a lifetime commitment. Yes. And just want to get that on the table. Uh, The number is 855-586-LIFE. What about body image, Chuck? How how does that relate? You know, we think some people say, well, we shouldn't think of ourselves, but in reality, we all do. In the courses that we're developing, these five areas all go back and forth between what I call the core self, and that's the the basic self-concept, self-worth issues. You see, sometimes my body image is how I see myself, which reflects back into maybe a disruption in my core self where I see I'm not good. And we begin to somatize those internal beliefs, looking for an issue that says things like, I'm really fat when I'm skinny as a rail. Because I want to look at myself and not like myself due yeah. to a dysfunction there. And there are some people who uh, will wind up either with anorexia or bulimia and, and will basically say, 
and be as skinny as a rail and say, I'm fat, I need to fast, or I and need to binge out, and purge. And they can point out five or six places in their body where when you look at them, there's no fat, but they see themselves as totally yeah. bulging. It's all a perspective and how we look at ourselves. And I believe God wants us to see ourselves as he sees us. Yes. And again, I go back to the verse you and I mentioned earlier, fearfully and wonderfully made. There's another passage of scripture that ties into the body as well as the other immaterial parts of man, right. and that's in First Thessalonians chapter 5. Absolutely, where God said, I want to sanctify you or set you apart for my ab- use and abilities, and I want your body, spirit, and soul. Sometimes the theologians yep. get really hung up on being three parts versus two parts, yeah. but the fact of the matter is what God is saying, I want every part of you, yeah. the material part, the immaterial part, and I call the transcending part that allows yeah. you to relate to God right. to be committed to me. The one thing the animals do not have. That's they, right. They may have an ability. Some of them are pretty smart. They can think. I've, we've had dogs at our house yes. that were smarter than we were, but the bottom line is uh, we have an immaterial part that connects the creature with the creator because we're made in his image, and that's such an important thing. The verse Chuck mentioned, if you want to look it up and study it, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18, and uh, that's just a great, great passage. In fact, it's the passage, Chuck, that really gives us the guidelines for Christian counseling and coaching, uh, and that's found back in verse 14 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Maybe you could shed some light on that, if you will. That passage says, Uh, And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive, encourage the disheartened, help the weak, and be patient with all. Boy, what great guidelines. We talk about training Christian life coaches, or as you've been a counselor and and, uh, providing biblical counseling, biblically based, a foundation there, Uh, again, uh, when people are out of line, they need to be warned. And, and, exactly. And and that word has the idea of grabbing the mind, of really confronting yes. a person. Well, and also it's kind of like the, what a purpose of a life coach does is to move forward in life. Now, their job is to come alongside you and help you move forward in life. Sometimes yeah. they have to warn you yes. when they identify a problem. And sometimes they have to encourage you. Yeah, if you're at the point of giving up. And that next word, the faint-hearted, as the old King James put it, or feeble-minded, I think, was one of the original. Right. Trans- a very poor translation, by yes, the way. Yes, yes. But, but the bottom line is a person's at the point of giving up. Uh, that that passage tells us we need to cheer them up. We need to encourage right. them. And then some people have weaknesses. I've, I've been yeah. uh, communicating recently uh, with a young man who's dealing with uh, tobacco and uh, right. nicotine addiction. And uh, he's back on the patch, and, and he's also reading the Word and praying and and he needs support, and we're trying to provide him with exactly. that. Exactly. In fact, that phrase, weak, indicates they've been beaten down by something from without themselves or from something within themselves, and they have to be helped or picked up, lifted yeah. up. Now, some of you may fit into some of those categories tonight, and you may recognize it as you look into the mirror of introspection. You'd like to talk with Dr. Chuck Vance. He and I would love to hear from you. Our toll-free number, 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. So far, Chuck, we've explored 
who we are. Now we want to talk a little bit about what we do. You've got the body, and the second of your five components here is behavior. Yes. Introduce Human behavior needs to be seen in three categories. There is thinking behavior, there is feeling behavior, and there is acting behavior. And all three of the goes, go, those errors go together to make up the general term of behavior. Uh, and the interaction between those are quite significant as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, in fact, you're mentioned, you mentioned the firing order of these. I mean, sometimes that firing order uh, gets out of sync, like the Absolutely. person says, ready, fire, aim. Yes. <laughs> and that doesn't work. You know, and that's especially important in relationship counseling or in relationship management as, a, as you're trying to move forward. Yeah. Because if you're a thinker, feeler, actor, and your spouse is an acting, feeler, then thinker, you're not going to be on the same page most of the mm. time until yeah. you take steps to bring yourselves together. Now, what are the spiritual implications of, of behavior? Uh, certainly, we uh, as believers want to be empowered by the Spirit of God, uh, but God gives us choices when it comes to behavior. Yes. And, and sometimes we uh, consider ourselves to be victims, and, and that influences our behavior. Talk Ab- about that. Absolutely. Victimhood is never something that moves you forward in life. As part of the hmm. one of the biggest emphasis of the work of a life coach is to help you not ever get into victimhood, but to see yourself as a actuator, someone hmm. who acts on things that have yeah. to be dealt with and proactively acts on them so you yeah. can move forward. Very good insights. Dr. Chuck Vance with us tonight. The toll-free number, 855-586-5433. We've talked about the body. We've talked about behavior. And we want to talk about the core self. You alluded to this earlier, Chuck. Yes. Uh, help us understand what's involved in the core self. And I, I like the way you've put this together on this little handout that we have. Uh, but it, it really gets into our perspective on us. God made it uh, made us to be able to have what is called a self-worth slash self-concept. And the greatest psychological need of a person is to be able to have self-worth. Now, before the fall, man got that self-worth from a perfect, uninterrupted relationship with God, where God mm. was giving him perfect acceptance and perfect growth and, and working together. And when believers get to heaven, we'll again we'll have again that have perfect. That. Yeah. But until that time comes, we don't what are it. the result of the fall is we have a dysfunctional self-worth. Yeah. So we end up using our self-worth basically on our own human concepts. So therefore, I, I want to learn to have my worth valued on what I do. I want to have my mm. worth and my value based on what people think of me. Yeah. I want to have my worth and value based on proving I am not bad, that I'm okay. I don't have to be punished, in other words. Or I may give an issue of being beaten down by life or beaten down by abusive issues earlier in my life to where I develop a shame concept. And yep. shame basically means a belief internally that says there's something horribly wrong with me yeah. that I don't want anybody to ever know about. And I can't do anything about it. Absolutely. It's hopeless. You're trapped. You're it, hopeless. This sounds suspiciously like uh, false beliefs that uh, Robert McGee wrote about in The Search for Significance. Yeah. And I and I take that heavily from you. Know, I used to work with Robert right. at one of the 
Rafa Psychiatric Hospitals yeah. and used to do the groups on this. In fact, you and I both worked we with both Rafa. Worked and Don Sapa is on the board of our radio absolutely. ministry. Don and I worked with him as yes, well on that. Absolutely. Uh, and basically, the way you learn to focus on these four concepts of self worth is you look for threats. And so mm. that ends up meaning I'm living with a fear of failure. Yeah. I'm constantly looking for a threat for me not to perform yeah. or fear of rejection. I'm always mm-hmm. looking for a threat to meaning I'm not going to be accepted or liked yeah. or fear of punishment, looking on, finding out if someone thinks that I'm bad or they're going to bring forth I'm not good, therefore yeah. I'm going to be punished. I love the way you've turned those, uh, basically those four false beliefs that Robert came up with and turned them inside out, so to speak, relating them to those fears. And that fourth fear, fear of worthlessness, again, exactly. tying into shame. And and again, uh, do this, does this have a connection with sexuality, with gender at all? In the core personhood, I also add an understanding of who I am as a sexual person and also who I am in terms of gender. Uh, hmm. We basically have three things going on in our culture now. We have male gender issues, we have female gender issues, and we have gender dysphoria issues because hmm. there's a lot of confusion that's been going on in our culture, and yeah. that affects who we are as a person. And dysphoria is a 25-cent word for... Confusion. Confusion. Thank you. And that confusion can come from many sources. It's not simply a confusion born from the sin of not obeying Scripture, but sometimes I can be sinned on as a child by abuse that makes me begin to wonder, am I really male? Am I really female because of what happened to me? Once again, our toll-free number, 855-586-LIFE is the toll-free number, 855-586-5433. Our discussion has stimulated a question. We'd love to hear from you tonight. Dr. Chuck Vance with us on Encouragement Live. I think fear is part of the situation today. Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic. A change in mood for the worse, meaning sad or low, often there's low self-esteem. It'll be fatigue, change in energy, change in sleep pattern or sleep quality, change in appetite, potential change in concentration for the worse. To schedule a Zoom appointment with one of the Hope Speaks Christian professionals, you may call 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733. If you've sensed God's call in your life to provide direction and encouragement to others, Christian Life Coaching may be just the tool for you. The Master Life Coach Training Institute has developed an online training program that provides a solid, biblical, and practical foundation with 14 fundamental coaching skills. Learn more at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Life Coaching, a tool for making a difference. South Asia has more people living in poverty than anywhere in the world. Impart is a global ministry committed to transforming 100,000 communities in South Asia, physically and spiritually. We need your help. Less than 50% of families have access to clean water. A gift of $2,000 will drill one well and provide clean water for 300 people. We'd be honored to partner with you in this noble endeavor. To learn more about Impart and to give online, go to impartusa.org. Thank you for caring about the people of South Asia. Medicare can be so confusing. And Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. 
You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. Welcome back to Encouragement Live. Our toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. Here again is your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. And we are so grateful to have you with us, my friend, and glad you're listening in as Dr. Chuck Lynch provides us with some insight and encouragement regarding what makes us tick. We've talked about the body, talked about behavior, talked about the core self, and those basic fears, Chuck, that we have. Let's recap those, if you will. Okay. The fears that we have is a fear of failure, a fear of rejection, a fear of punishment, and a fear of worthlessness. And some of you may be struggling with some of those right now, and we could be of help and encouragement to you if you just give us a call at 855-586-LIFE, 855-586-5433. The phone lines are open at this time. And Chuck, we want to talk a little bit about spiritual absolutes as we connect right. with these things. So we talked about body and soul and spirit. Uh, body, in a sense, is our connection with the earth, the world consciousness. Uh, soul, in a sense, is our self-consciousness, right. and uh, behavior comes out of that. And spirit, our connection with God, as we've talked about. So spiritual absolutes, from the behavioral science perspective, is seen as a set of values. And these are values that the human being has. There's, first of all, the value of God. Hmm. And it doesn't matter whether you're an agnostic or a thoroughgoing evangelical Christian. You have a value of God that's a part of who you are in your human personality. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so it's kind of like the value I have of God will impact how I interact with the world yeah. in my core self. And isn't it interesting that even people who have never heard the gospel, never heard of Jesus, have an understanding within them. And I think Romans 1 talks about Absolutely. that very Absolutely. clearly, very clearly. So that's and where I get that little speck of faith that Jesus talks yeah, about. There you go, like a grain of mustard seed. Yep. What about the value of self and of life? The value of self and life is where I develop an understanding of I have worth and I have value. I can see purpose in myself. And then besides the purpose, there is then moving it over to the fact that life is where self lives. What do I do with the personal self? Well, I take it out into life. Hmm. And so these two kind of go together. So the value of life and the value of the self are tremendously tied together and can sometimes motivate us to do things we never thought we would do. These are all values that we have, but now there's another value that I think is probably even more important than those. This is one of the ones that some people don't understand until you first start talking to them about this in therapy. You're wondering and you're asking them, well, what do you think God thinks of you? Hmm. And they may have been raised in a toxic belief system that says, yeah. I'm horrible, I'm bad, I don't yeah. do anything except deserve to go to hell. Yeah. In fact, I just recorded a uh, one of the Good News Friday podcasts with David Shibley, who was on the program mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, and he uh, talks about uh, the fact that some people question, does God even think about me at all? Absolutely. And of course, he makes the point that God absolutely does think about us. I think that one of the components of serious depression cases 
is when someone somehow gets the, dif- the dysfunctional development yeah. of believing that God sees no value in me, I have to do things to earn God's value, or I have to avoid disappointing God, or in other words, yeah. I don't measure up. It's all on a performance basis. Yes. And in reality, the grace of God that brings salvation, as Paul wrote to Titus, yep. uh, is essentially uh, a not by works of righteousness, but according to his mercy. And tonight, friend, if you have not yet trusted Christ as your Savior, that's our message for you, and we'd be glad to talk with you about it. Scripture says we've all sinned and fallen short of God's glory. Yes. The penalty for sin is death. Jesus paid the penalty in full when he died on the cross and rose again from the dead is the guarantee that if you place your trust in him, you would have eternal life and your value before God is such that he sacrificed his son for you. Yes, absolutely. And it's by grace. We don't do anything to earn it. We just receive it. By faith, though you got it right. one 5433 is our number. Ruth is our first caller tonight, listening in Virginia over AFR. Ruth, we're glad you've joined us. Go ahead. Thank you so much for accepting my call. And I believe it's Dr. Vance. I came in late. Is yes, that correct? That's, that's correct. Yes. I'm absolutely loving this program, and I uh, think it is in perfect timing in my life. Uh, I grew up in a legalistic Baptist family. Oh, they are Christians. Uh, Everybody's, like, fine. Uh, But just grew up before they changed a little bit. And my life is just filled with shame because I was basically the black of the family, Mm -hmm. and that will never be let go. And I know I'm a victim of shame. Well, you said we're victims. We're not supposed to think of that. (laughs) (laughs) You you received a bunch of it. I'm sorry. I said you received a lot of shame. You're not a victim of it. You just received a lot of it. Somebody dumped it on you like somebody backed up a dump truck and dumped a garbage load of shame on you. Absolutely. And they still like to do that at age 60. I totally understand, and and I run into that a lot. So It's it's hard. And uh, when I go to work, I'm a nursing assistant. And I'm told I'm really great at what I do, and people want to work with me, the nurses do, and all that. But I always feel like a failure. Well, let me let me ask you something here, okay? When you're hearing them talk to you, do you also hear in your head what the people who told you in the past, all the negative, shameful things say to you, so you argue with yourself over what you hear with them? I just immediately think I'm wrong. Yeah. Or okay. I cannot, like, the other day... Uh, I work in a COVID unit at a nursing home. Thank you for your work. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And the other day, uh, a patient coded. And I, if I was alone, I know I could do everything. But when there was a nurse there, I just, 
I felt like, oh, I'm not good enough. She's better. And I, I felt like I couldn't do anything. I hear you. Yeah, Ruth. Let's get some input from Chuck that would be of help to you. Ruth, I want to give you a key to successful change. Because what you're needing to do is to change the mindset that you were given to hold on to. Sometimes I call this the life script that your family of origin gave you to live out. We want to change that life script. And there's three Three things. It's only three simple things. Right thinking followed by right acting will eventually produce right feeling. There's a little lag time there. But right thinking followed by right acting based on the thinking will produce right feelings eventually. One of the things I want to encourage you to do tonight, Ruth, is I want you to to meditate on and read and reread those verses from Psalm 139. This is your assignment for tonight. Yes. Now, I know that daylight savings time is upon us and the time change, and we're all aware of that, and I want to remind you of that tonight. Each of you who are listening, you will all sacrifice an hour of sleep tonight. But, Ruth, I want to encourage you, beginning in verse 13 and reading through verse 18, of Psalm 139, you will find those verses to be of tremendous help. And I want us to pray for you tonight that God will help you to follow that pattern that Chuck just outlined. Chuck, would you lead us in prayer on behalf of Ruth? I would. Lord Jesus, I pray for you to just pour a special portion of your grace out upon Ruth and just begin to let your spirit change the negative thoughts that they gave her and let her positively think on the truth of how you made her, not how people said she was, Hmm. but how you made her so she can begin to choose to think and act according to your truth. And I ask you to do this beginning right now with her in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Ruth, I'm so glad you called us tonight. Hope we've been of some encouragement and help to you. God bless. Bye-bye. The toll-free number 855-586-LIFE. That frees up a line right now if you'd like to get in. 855-586-5433. I mentioned daylight savings time. Chuck, that's probably not the favorite time of the year for any of us. (laughs) I just want them to get it changed and keep it there. (laughs) Yeah, I understand that there's a bill that uh, is being proposed by Senator Marco Rubio uh, before Congress, a sunshine bill that'll put everybody into daylight savings time all the time. I'm for him. (laughs) Yeah, I am too. I'm not going to wade into politics, but I'm in favor of that bill. Absolutely. All right, 855-586-LIFE is the number. And uh, we uh, want to mention some prayer requests tonight. Beth Love, Rodney's wife, continuing to uh, be hospitalized and uh, dealing with the coronavirus. And uh, let's pray for her tonight. Let's pray for Jerry Bostic and Don Sapal, both of whom are on my board and both of whom are dealing with serious health mm-hmm. issues. And I have a niece, Beth, and her husband, Tom, both of whom have just been hospitalized, one in intensive care, one in a COVID unit. So a lot of stuff right now. Let me just lead us in prayer. Father, uh, we want to commit these dear friends, including Beth Love, to you. Thank you for the progress that she's made. And yet, Lord, she's still not out of the woods, and she's still uh, dealing with serious health issues. And I pray for her and for Rodney and for their family. And I pray tonight for Jerry and for Don and for Beth and Tom. 
Lord, you know each of their circumstances, and we commit them to you, and we ask you, our Father, just to bring about a healing in these lives. We thank you that you're the God who's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or even think. And we pray these things in the name that's above every name, the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. I want to just mention again before we go to the break, the Master Life Coach Training Institute. Uh, Chuck, you mentioned earlier, life coaches come alongside you and help you move in what direction? Forward. All right. Very simple, short answer. Uh, Counselors help you dig into the past. Coaches take you where you are, move you ahead. And it's very uh, similar to the biblical concept of encouragement, where you're coming alongside to help. And if you want to learn more, you'd like to enroll in the uh, current 14-week course that we have available, the the address, the web address is masterlifecoach.org. Again, that's www. If you need that, masterlifecoach.org. We're going to take a time out in the program and then come back and wrap up tonight's discussion with Dr. Charles Vance. Very helpful information. And by the way, these programs are archived at masterlifecoach.org, also at AFR.net, and you can find them as podcasts on any of your favorite podcast locations. We'll be right back. Stay right with us. Isaiah 40 tells of the ministry of John the Baptist to clear the way for the coming of the Lord Jesus. In the 21st century, Path Clearer Ministries, established by Dr. Tom Dooley, is clearing the way for others to follow an effective ministry to glorify Christ. The focus is on fostering biblical leadership and partnering with ministries of like purpose to maximize global kingdom influence. To learn more, visit pathclearer.com. Medicare can be so confusing, and Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. I think fear is part of the situation today. Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic. A change in mood for the worse, meaning sad or low, often there's low self-esteem. There'll be fatigue, change in energy, change in sleep pattern or sleep quality, change in appetite, potential change in concentration for the worse. To schedule a Zoom appointment with one of the Hope Speaks Christian professionals, you may call 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733. Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. So glad you've joined us tonight for Encouragement Live, Don Hawkins with Dr. Chuck Vance. And we are talking about what makes you tick. Our number 
586-LIFE. And Jay is listening tonight in Texas. Good evening, Jay. Thanks for calling us. You're on the air. Well, thank you much for taking my call. A, uh, a brief background on me. I am an active follower of Christ. Yeah. That I have recently come into uh, a, a very serious health condition. I've got a aortic aneurysm, mm. and it is going to be 12 more days until they can do the surgery because of the overcrowding in the hospitals with COVID. Sure, yes. And I am. Uh, I, I pray about it every day. You know, and ask God to, you know, to carry me through till the surgery. But I have been very, I've been very disappointed in myself that uh, there's the. There's the doubt there that I have, you know, like, you know, for making it until it happens. Because if it blows, shoot, there's no sense in even calling an ambulance. I'll be dead in a minute or two. Right. Well, the good news is Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Now, we know that you're not looking forward to that happening. But if it were to happen, Paul said to live as Christ and to die as gain. Uh, but the other thing is, is this, uh, Jay. Uh, you know, you are doing what you can do, and you're leaving everything else up to God. And my life verse is Isaiah forty thirty one. Chuck, you've probably heard me say that mm-hmm. before. And it talks about waiting on the Lord. And my definition of waiting on the Lord is to leave every is for us to do everything that God has empowered and instructed yes. us to do, and leave everything else up to God and the other people involved. And and in Jay's situation, uh, you know, basically he's in God's hands in he terms is. of the aneurysm. In uh, the medical people, uh, they're doing what they can because of the sure. tremendous overload. Uh, my niece, uh, we mentioned her name is Beth, just like Beth Love. Right. She's actually in the in the uh, emergency room awaiting a bed in the COVID unit right. because they did not have a bed, and uh, they didn't have a bed in the ICU where her husband is. And uh, she actually has blood clots on her lung. Oh, gracious. So, uh, Jay, we're dealing with some really bad situations. But, Chuck, I know you have some words of encouragement and insight for Jay. Jay, the scriptures say that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. So even though we don't see where this is going to turn out to be a good thing for you, we just have to take God at his word for it. But one thing I want to encourage you to do is I kind of picked up a little thing about you kind of wonder what's wrong with you because you're not handling this the way you ought to. One of the things that God yes, wants... Yes, sir. That's, could I interrupt you yes. quickly, sir? That's exactly the thing that bothers me today. Right. I feel like, what are you doing, Steve, doubting that God's in control of this? Well, let me, give you, like let me give you some good news on that. There was an episode in the Gospels, I don't forget the exact address, but where a man came to Jesus and said, please help me with this mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. And uh, Jesus said back to him, if you believe all things are possible. And then the man said a very accurate and honest and helpful answer to Jesus. He said to him, I want to help me in my unbelief. Yeah. And so you're human. Guess what? God knows you're human. God loves you because you're human. God made you to be human. So God wants you to not beat yourself up because you've not done anything wrong in this. Just accept him and his love 
while you're going through this, knowing that he's with you every step of the way, and you're not where you are because you're failing in any possible way. Absolutely correct. Again, the man said, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And what a great prayer. What an honest prayer that was. That's one of my favorite verses because that's me. That's where I live every day. We all live there. And Jay, I want to pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Jay. Lord, his faith is there, and and even as you talked about uh, faith as a grain of mustard seed, the smallest of seeds of plants, that it could literally move mountains. I pray that you would strengthen Jay's faith. But most of all, let him know, Lord, that it's not the strength of our faith. It's the object of our faith that matters, that we have our faith in you. We're trusting in you. And Lord, I look forward to the time in a few weeks in the future when Jay calls us back and says, God answered my prayer and brought me through the surgery safely and, and restored me to health. So Lord, we ask you to do that recognizing that our lives are in your hands. And even as Psalm 139 says, the book of our days was written before we were ever born. So Lord, encourage and strengthen Jay tonight, I pray for Jesus' sake. Amen. Jay, hope we've encouraged you you tonight. God bless you. Be praying for you, Jay. We will. Thank you, brothers. We want to encourage our listening family. Pray for Jay and for all those who call in. Our next call is from Charles, listening in Oklahoma tonight. Thank you, Charles, for calling us. Go right ahead. Hey, Charles, you're on the air. Go ahead. Char- yes, sir. Go ahead with hey, your question. My, uh, my dad had COVID for about a week. At home, he was okay, but he had a stroke. So we took him to the hospital, and they couldn't come up with a stroke, so they said COVID took over his brain. Hmm. This is a most unusual disease, Charles. It hits people in different ways. I've got, uh, in our family, we've buried two family members already, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law. And uh, one of the members in my Sunday school class, we buried him. As a result of this, they all three were impacted in a different way. Neither one of them died from COVID the same way. And so that is not an uncommon thing you just described, that the COVID attacks all aspects of the body. The brain is one of the areas where it's attacked. It's been known to bring on dementia within people who survive the disease, but then after the disease, they've got dementia that hits early. And Chuck, I've known of people who recovered from COVID, but who still had shortness of breath, who had weakness. Fatigue is one of not, the biggest issues yeah, with it. Fatigue, they could not concentrate. Yes. A co-author of the book I just finished writing uh, on Nehemiah, uh, Leadership Under Fire, Saji mm-hmm. Lucas, had the COVID. He was in India at the time. He's come back. He's had great trouble concentrating. And I'd like to ask people to pray for Saji as well. Yes. Charles, we want to pray for you and especially for your dad. Can you tell us what is his situation right now? Is he still in the hospital? He's I'm not for sure he's at the hospital. He's in recovery now. So he's at the COVID. Okay, so he may be in a COVID unit. Uh, all right, Chuck, would you lead us in prayer for Charles's dad? Lord, I just pray for Charles as he stands by his dad, and I pray for, Char- for his dad. Father, give, give the doctors 
the technicians, the nurses, the physician's assistants, everyone involved with this treatment of this man, give them wisdom and knowledge and courage to know and see things beyond even their own capacity, because you just bring it to them. You just cause it. And Lord Jesus, bring him to a place of recovery according to your will. We ask you this in your grace and in your name. Amen. Amen. Charles, I'm glad you called us tonight. We will continue to encourage folks to pray for your dad and for you and your family as well. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. God bless. Yes, sir. The number is 855-586-LIFE. And uh, Dr. Charles Vance with me tonight. We've talked about spiritual absolutes, Chuck. Uh, Maybe we need to touch on the environmental systems that we all have. There are several of them, right? We live our our self out, the core self is lived out through a set of environmental systems. This is kind of where you're living. You live in your life out in these. There's the family system, a work system, and a play system. Because hmm. we all need to never grow up. We need to always be able to play. And then finally, there's a support system, or I call that the people who know me warts and all group. Yeah, and we, boy, do we all need that one. Yes. Because uh, in reality, you know, I, I think about the callers that we've had tonight. Each one of them needs encouragement, yes. needs people to come alongside them to help. And if there's one thing that we as believers can do during this coronavirus crisis, when we're isolated from people, we can reach out to others, uh, we can text message, we can use WhatsApp if we're dealing with people internationally, uh, we can do Zoom calling and conferencing. We, there's Absolutely. so many ways we use that technology to be an encouragement, to be there for people. And when all else fails, give them a call. Give them a call and pray for them. Pray for them. Pray with them. That'd be a good thing. Absolutely. And if they say, I don't want you to pray with me, we'll say, I'm going to pray for you. That's right. you can always do that. But this is such a great time for us to be uh, an encouragement. Uh, You mentioned work and play. That's an area where a lot of us lack balance. How do we uh, get to balance? That's the biggest issue is where we don't have a balance that allows us to have a work life and a non-work life. Hmm. And God made us so that we need both work and non-work. In fact, Jesus was the great proponent of pulling away from the work world and getting into a recreational, a resting kind of world. Yeah, I remember what he said in Mark chapter 6. He told his disciples, come apart and rest up a while. They've been coming and going so much they didn't have time to eat. And and I love the way, I don't know who said this originally, Chuck, but they said, if you don't come apart to rest up a while, you'll... Fall apart. Come apart, yeah. <laughs> you absolutely. absolutely will. You'll come apart at the seams. You'll fall apart. So you need to take that time. Now, some of these people that have the... Uh, fear of failure, the performance kind of trap thing, they have a hard time letting go of just the work and having some play or some non-work. Right. And and with family, sometimes we have to exercise forgiveness because sometimes family members, uh, just like we heard from our first caller, Ruth, tonight, family will dump a load of garbage on us, and sometimes we need to choose to forgive them whether they deserve it or not. Absolutely. Well, the music tells us we're out of time, but Chuck, thank you so much tonight, Dr. Chuck Lynch. Vance. Vance. (laughs) (laughs) 
Dr. Chuck Vance. Boy, where'd I come? Uh, that name came from way, way back. Uh, in fact, Danny Webster <laughs> knows where that came from. By the way, masterlifecoach.org, and you can look up the program with Dr. Charles Vance. I'm Don Hawkins. Good from Encouragement Live. Thank you.